it could have been a lot better. It could have been slightly better written. It was perhaps a little too um, routine Doctor Who, very much what the audience is expecting. It's not really very challenging for them to watch. Um, but I still felt that that story was fairly um, boring. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Shibocast. I'm Paul. I'm Paul. I'm Paul. I'm Paul. And this is a podcast, uh, allegedly, about Doctor Who. Um, boring. Uh, what are we... How have we been? It's, it's been a little... It's How long has it been Christmas. since we last recorded? It has been Christmas. 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 Yeah, we had a very good recording. Yeah. We recorded, I think, Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah, that feels about right. Or Wednesday, as it's called. Don't yeah. be ridiculous. There's no such thing as Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, has everyone had a good one? Yeah, it was, we... yeah. The plans oh. went to shit just after we finished recording when Boris made his announcement and it was like, right, so we're going to go visit family on this day, so then other family members can visit on that day, and it all went to shit. <laughs> yeah, because it was one one day only. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. How has how has your Christmas been, Daniel? It's been good. Um all things considered. It's been different, but yeah, no. Decent. Um I'm trying to think of something that's happened between the last episode and now of note. Uh, Anyone get Doctor any good Doctor Who crap for Christmas? Did I get Did any I? Doctor Who crap? I got more of those um, those oh, ultimate God. history books or whatever they're called, the complete history. Oh yeah. So yes. at, at uh, the moment, did I get anything? Um, they they stacked up, keeping my second monitor up. I feel like a school teacher. <laughs> I've got a massive like screen that's kind of like in the middle of the room now, so I can drag <laughs> stuff up and I I no longer have to hurt my neck. So that's nice. Oh. Yeah, they're good books. I don't think I. Did get anything Doctor Who-y. No, I got a, I've got a second monitor. That's about it. Uh, there's nice. other stuff. Slap a TARDIS on it. It's then Doctor Who-y. There we go. Uh, like just yeah. get your TARDIS like this and just smash it in. Oh, I okay. got a, I got um, uh, <laughs> Eagle Moss Dalek. I've never got any of the Eagle Moss stuff, but oh, uh, what now? The you know the. They're like metallic painted models. They're not like figures. They come they come every month, I think, in a magazine. But you can just buy them oh, okay. on their own through Amazon. Yeah. So um, my significant other bought me a, uh, a an asylum Oswin Dalek. Is that that's probably the right term? You know, with all the chains. Oh yeah. Looks cool. Looks really cool. That is not nice. Um. And I bought some Lego, but I feel like uh, I feel like me and Cameron always talk too much about Lego. When, when, as soon as we finish recording, so I'll, I'll save I'll save all that for then. My haul. Uh, what about you, Paul? Um, Try not to incriminate I... yourself in this. Uh... I oh, I know what you mean. I don't think <laughs> I got any. Doctor Who stuff for Christmas, but I'm gonna be buying the re- re- Revolution of the Dalek soundtrack when I get my student loan. 
Very nice. nice. That's how poor I am at the moment. Nice! I know we're not until, talking about until, until it yet, but um, I didn't actually notice the music in that episode. Uh, there's, there's one bit of well, music I noticed, and I've got thoughts about it, and I might... I'm probably going to forget I, about that. I, I predicted that they'd release that as its individual soundtrack, rather than... Like, the Re- Revolution. Resolution was very close to Series 11. So it's just got, like, one track on the Series 11 soundtrack. But with Series... Very close, it was a year apart. Like... What? It was a year was apart from Series 11. No, it How was is like that very close? Series 11 ended in like October, and then Resolution played in this January. Yeah, yeah so you're, thinking, you're thinking of you're thinking of Resolution yeah. and Skyfall. Sorry, Spyfall. A title that makes yeah. more sense. Yeah. They're on the same soundtrack, and then for Series 12, they already released one. I thought Re- Revolution will either get its own, because... They're not going to wait until next January to release it with like the series 13 soundtrack. So, and then and then Segun fucking announced it, did me like an absolute shot, and I was like, that. <laughs> finally. His announcement was a bit weird because it's like, oh, I think it's coming out at 8 o'clock. <laughs> Don't keep him in the loop. He just, he just does <laughs> it and goes over. What about you, Cameron? Um, yeah, I didn't really get anything Doctor Who related for Christmas. I just then spent the money I got on Doctor Who related tat. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah Not pictures, but Christmas custom Christmas Lego Christmas. minifigures. <laughs> minifigs.me. Did you get them all, Cameron? I'm sorry? But did, you, did you buy them all, Cameron? Because I know you said yes. you were going to. Yeah, he's, I got he all sent me a picture of his uh, shopping basket. He's... He, he could single-handedly keep their business running. <laughs> Mad and, man. Um, I bought the fucking sixth off the Christmas story from Big Finisher. And it was about, like, a future where anything can be a religion. And whoever has the most members in their religion is the dominant religion, yeah. So it's about the fucking Wind of the Willows religion. Like, versus a Shakespeare religion. And all the Wind of the Willows people have had, like, cosmetic surgery to look like the characters because it's so far in the future that they can't. And then, because the Shakespeare people have more numbers, they discriminate against them because they take the word of Shakespeare literally and think Shakespeare sees animals as, like, lesser people because he calls people rats and stuff. So he puts the Wind and the Willows people to work in mines. And then they start killing, like, Santas that come. So that there's more reindeers there. Every it time. sounds like you're coming up with that on the spot. I, yeah, I, I, are you are you yeah. uh, you're right <laughs> that down. escalated so, quickly. So, so then there's more animals. So that there's more wind in the willows, like religious people there. So that they're then the dominant religion and can start working. On the and then the doctor, you know, then the doctor like? comes friends with a dog, and then and then the dog is actually a Dalek, and then do you know what you like? said? Do you remember those Haribo adverts where the kids are being, <laughs> it'd be like adults that sound like kids? And they're like, and they'd be in like a meeting. Well, anyway, that was the plot of it. It's all, it, it, it was the weirdest like, concept for a story I've ever heard. But it was With pretty okay. Big Finish, they did announce a new one, which is the only bit of news we can talk about here, which yeah, Dan won't do because Big Finish. 
Well, it's not canon, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, there's going to be a new Torchwood Monthly, which has got Jack, Yanto, and David Tennant's Doctor in. Yeah. Oh, David Tennant's doing Big Finish. Yeah, he's playing... He's oh, doing a big Torchwood news. Big Finish. That's big news, isn't it? He's not done that before, has he? And it's... I don't think so. The Doctor walks into Torchwood and takes over. Isn't it funny how in a year where we were all... Like, last year, we were all psyched about Christopher Eccleston returning to the role of the Ninth Doctor, and we got bombarded by David Tennant as the Tenth Doctor. <laughs> Sometimes it's uh, it's hard to remember that Jodie Whittaker is the current Doctor. Remember? Just before I think the, the marketing episode. team is on crack at the moment. <laughs> oh. Whoever's making just, just the decisions. The... <laughs> Just before the new episode the David Tennant site on um, Twitter posted that there'd be news at 8 o'clock just when the episode ended. And everyone was like, David Tennant's going to actually appear in, in Revolution of the Daleks. Yeah, that was like half an hour before the episode went out. Yeah. And, uh, it... But then he weren't. But like, I was genuinely like, oh my God, this is what it's all being built into. He's just going to pop up. Give her the thumbs up or something, and then fuck See, when they posted like the trailer for that, Tenth Doctor is doing a Torchwood thing, and it was like, oh, the Doctor, but but not the one you're expecting. So I went into that thing going like, oh, I'm expecting it to be David Tennant. So it's I wonder which one <laughs> I wonder which one it's going to be because it can't be David Tennant because they said don't expect that. And then David Tennant turned up and I was like, well, that that is the one I was expecting. So. uh Quite frankly, disappointed. Chuck and all, that's just the trailer to throw you off the scent. It's actually going to be Jack Hartness and David Bradley. You know, you know what? That I would I, listen I, to. I love, like, t- 10 and 13 as a duo. I think they work really well. But 11 and 13 would just be too iconic. Yeah, That'd before be... we start rattling off, shall we talk about what we're here to discuss and resolution? Oh, yeah, so the way the next two episodes are going to work, um, because, quite frankly, there's no news, the only news is that there's a new episode, um, is we're going to be talking about... Wait, what? Resolu- <laughs> Wait, Sam, Sam, did you mention this was a Doctor Who podcast, by the way? Yeah, uh, yeah did. I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, just, just did you mention that my name's oh, Paul? I don't want to confuse anyone. <laughs> Paul, I... What is your issue with introducing <laughs> the concept of a podcast? He's so salty over I'm this, a, this idea. I'm, I'm actually got this far into the episode, and then went, hang, hang on, I, I don't know what to talk about. I'm no, I'm no, it doesn't pattern. matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I should probably say, I'm, I'm expecting a call in a few Cheeky. minutes, so I will leave the room. But start. Rude. Begin. Begin. Yeah, so uh, we're splitting this into two. We're going to talk about resolution uh, now. And then the next episode, no resolution. I said talk about resolution, and then we're going to talk about revolution of the Daleks. Yeah, and I'm going to edit it down, and it's going to be two episodes because why not? Otherwise, this would be a six-hour-long podcast. <laughs> I can't do that. Um, why yes, are you so yeah, I don't know. I've lost my mind. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about resolution now. <laughs> it's just that episode. It's just gonna be us saying we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about. <laughs> so what we're gonna talk about is resolution. What <laughs> do you feel about talking about the rewatch? Revolution? Um, um, 
I was excited because it's one of my favourite Dalek stories. I remembered it being one of the better of Series 11 because I didn't like Series 11 on the whole and then Resolution came out I was like, oh, maybe the, maybe the journey's going to be fine. Um, maybe woman isn't so bad after all. <laughs> maybe Chippewa <laughs> is fine. Um, <laughs> though on the, the rewatch, maybe he isn't, but we'll get onto that in a minute. Um, oh. What about you, Dan? I, uh... I was trying to think of an analogy, like I always do, one that like barely re- relates yeah. to like the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> it's kind of like getting a McDonald's this episode, um, because you think, yeah, all right, go on then, and then you uh, you get it, and when you finished, it's just just kind of hurts. <laughs> you think, okay, go on, I'll, I'll I'll treat myself, but but you, you end you're up not like feeling treating like yourself. it just no, you nice for a bit, and then you you've actually done more damage in the. Than and you, you, you end up feeling it. like kind of bloated, and you, you yeah, you've got the shits a bit. Uh, I don't know what they're putting in your McDonald's stand, but <laughs> you should probably complain about that. <laughs> Filling it with arsenic. I know someone who works at a McDonald's, and I, I'm pretty sure that they don't design the food to give you the shits. You just must have an allergy or something. They don't design it, but they... Uh, I know they someone don't... who works at McDonald's, and whenever I go in, they deliberately design it to give me the shits. <laughs> See, that's by your request, though, Cameron. That's different. (laughs) I didn't request it at first. (laughs) It just tastes nicer that way. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's resolution. (laughs) So that's our thoughts. That gives me a resolution. resolution. (laughs) Oh, very good. Um, (laughs) I love that. So shall we get the elephants in the room out the way first? Um, You know, know, what is the elephant? Vast scene. He's on about the wife. Are you on about the Brexit? Or the oh. Yeah, oh, yes. The, the, the fucking Wi-Fi. The... See, I don't like <laughs> that scene. But That's the only the scene way... in the entirety of Doctor Who that I hate. But, like, the way I've seen a lot of people talk about it, they talk about it like it's the, like the coming of the Antichrist. <laughs> like, it's an no, it's, unpleasant it's, scene it's to watch, but funny. it's... It, no, it's, it's, I, don't oh. like, I don't enjoy watching it, but it's... But a lot of Doctor Who isn't funny. Like... No, no, no. <laughs> but the the rest of this episode isn't that much better. Mm. On I, the first I watch, disagree. I didn't like that scene. But on the rewatch, I was just laughing because I know everything <laughs> that people have made about that scene mm-hmm. in the two years since it came out. I'd forgotten that scene existed. I and didn't just... know what pe- the beams were all about. <laughs> I, it had left my brain. I hate every person in that scene, personally. <laughs> because they're not characters. The, the caricature. Yeah, I hate yeah. actors and the kids for, for, for showing up. <laughs> each other, Both at, personally at and minute, professionally. At the last minute, each other took the money and went, ah, we're not showing up. No one can do this thing. It's too short notice. Cut it out. <laughs> and, and then it'd be a, be a 10 out of 10 episode. In my opinion. It, yeah, with, like the, the issue with that scene isn't only that um, it's not funny. And it's like a really cliched. Oh, but kids, kids these days, they don't even know. They like, can't even Wi-Fi without a bleed the internet. Um, oh. But it, it also like grinds the episode to a halt. We'll have to have like, yeah. a conversation. But like, 
you see, you see why he does this. Like, Russell used to do it all the time, but not with that sort of shit. Like, it'd be like didn't it work? It derailed the episode as much. Yeah, like like the Wi-Fi going off. You're like, oh yeah, that shows that the Wi-Fi's went off in the worst way possible. It it it's like it's right at the climax of the episode. It's like oh, everything's ramping up. The the Daleks in GCHQ. Oh, we're going after him. Oh wait, we're just going to stop for a minute and make a really shit Wi-Fi joke, and then grind the episode to a halt. And then slowly try and get the momentum back. It's a very much a metaphor for Chibnall's era, I would say. I, I wish I was on my phone during that scene, though, so that I've never seen it. Um, should we talk about the rest of the episode, though? Um, do we have to? Yeah, I think we Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> so the, this. What? My first opening question for you. Yeah. Because I always end up having questions about how the fuck does this bit work? How did. Medieval Anglo-Saxon tribes who united together get to the South Pacific and Siberia, Russia without dying in the 14th century. Oh no, I've not got that note written. I, I had, I thought what I thought you were going to say was like, how did, like, just a bunch of people with swords like kill a Dalek? That as well. I thought he was going to ask how come on the painting it's very obviously a Bronze Time War Dalek, but then people after the episode said that the Recon Dalek looked different. And it was supposed to look that way. Paul. Right. I've got one for you. <laughs> if you can believe, yeah. So if you can believe in love So, a, pe- a bunch of people with swords and spears. Yeah. Destroy a Dalek. Yep. Is unbelievable. But when the Ninth Doctor says, oh, Genghis Khan couldn't even get through that door, you're like, yeah, because he's a man with some spears and, and, and an army of people. Of course he couldn't break through the TARDIS. I don't know what point you're making, Paul. So, like, Cameron disagrees with me. But when the Ninth Doctor says Genghis Khan couldn't get through the TARDIS doors... Genghis Khan... We're not talking about either of those things. We're talking about a Dalek. No, but you're like, of course he couldn't get through the TARDIS because it's the most... Paul, this feels like a very specific vendetta you And he's just a man with an army... Of people with sticks. I have a feeling whatever but point we made, Paul would have found, found a way it. to stick this in. But, right, so... find that easy to believe that, that that was a possibility, but not that some people with spears could take down a Dalek, which is... Paul, I've not thought about that, that line in, in 15 years. It's, it's the worst example of a thing... Is it? It's the worst the example, is it? <laughs> yeah, because he could have said... Not even a Cyberman army, even though she wouldn't know what one is. She wouldn't know what a fucking like, Cyberman is, Paul. Yeah, but the, the Horde of Genghis Khan definitely couldn't. Like, even though the, it's a very powerful army, it has no chance. Paul, sometimes... I mean, only, only yes, when you need to make a simile with something that someone would recognise as walking <laughs> to Rose, you can't say... Well, a Cyberman can't get through that door because she doesn't even know who the fuck the Doctor is at the moment. She will know who Genghis Khan is because it's fucking Earth history. What episode does he say this in? Is it Rose? Rose. It's Rose, yeah. It's the first time she goes in the TARDIS. Yeah, I was going to say maybe the Slippy, but no. But I do sort of get the point how does Genghis Khan not get into the TARDIS but people with similar things defeat a Dalek? Yeah. 
But can we move well, on yeah. from the, the idea? Right, let's we would just like, accept I would that like the Dalek to move was on. destroyed. Okay, let's just move on from the that. Okay. Totally unbelievable things, but one's more believable than the Sabals. What's my point? Anyway, sometimes. Anyway, on to my next vendetta. Oh no! Some guy on Twitter. The other now, Jason. Continue. Uh. uh the what was I gonna say? Scar. I have a note about a oh. very nice oh. scar. Cameron. Hello. Um, you're back. <laughs> Went into sleep oh. mode then for some reason. Wonderful. Um, yeah, I like that she's got a scarf. Yeah. There's a picture I, of it on I, screen I, right now. It, I, I often feel that the 12th Doctor's, 13th Doctor's costume doesn't have enough variation. Because she, jo- all, the, all she really does is swap those two, the Top burgundy and the, and the navy top. So it's nice when she like wears a different shirt or puts something on. All right, on. Dan, stop telling women what to wear. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just love controlling women. <laughs> it's, it's what uh, I mean. There are, <laughs> there are other reasons that Haunting of Villa de Odati is a good episode, but one of my top reasons is she finally puts a different shirt on. <laughs> uh, I don't know what so, that was. I'm just annoyed at the lack of variation in 13's costume. That's all I'm saying. And her character. Oh, and her character. Well, no, she's got variation. She's just not got uh, character, I would say. Sorry, yeah, I didn't mean she... lack of variation. I meant lack of character. We'll <laughs> she, she, very, she very much um, just swings from inconsistency to inconsistency. But, like, yeah, we'll get on to that. Like Andrew Garfield in The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you take a shot so low? Um, I, don't, I don't think that's a low shot. Well, I do. No, he's swinging between buildings. You've got to get the angle right on that. Yeah, he's pretty high up. Um, I'm swinging here. So. Sorry, yes, this Dalek's destroyed and they, they bury parts of it I'm in three different like... places around the world. And then they just, like, let one person sit there. And then... Yeah. Just one person with How a... How does that work? Because it's just one person. So do they have to leave to reproduce? That's what I was thinking. the child there How... in 18 years' time. How do they, How do they like, leave to, like, hire someone else? And because... why did they still have, like, just a sword? Yeah... It's a good sword. And also, it's it's a real good it's a sword. Good sword. And also, it's a very it's good like... sword. It doesn't rust away in the centuries between. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it's it's. I find it very funny that like it's, uh, we're gonna pure Beskar. That's why <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take this to opposite end of the world and and bury it to keep it safe and then like dig like a <laughs> a hole that's a foot deep. They, they don't even in Siberia. They don't even get to dirt. It's, they just like like pour snow. away some snow. And then put it under the snow. No one's been there. In and then just moment. sit on it for the next thing. <laughs> just sit there. 200 years. <laughs> I'll be um, right back, friends. Yeah. Oh, cheeky. Dan's leaving us. He's got a younger, sexier podcast that he's, <laughs> he's got a younger... <laughs> One for you.
mostly about go ahead. the next episode the Concern on 13's costume would oh okay go on so remember back when they revealed nothing about Revolution of the Daleks for like 10 months uh yeah 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 and everyone was looking for like oh when are they going to release something like a look or something well in October they released they released a new picture of 13 which I'd never seen before because it was new and no one acknowledged that it was new or anything. And it featured her new jumper for Revolution of the Daleks. And no one acknowledged it. Because it, it looks basically, very... It's basically the shirt she wears, but as like a Christmas jumper. What colour was the jumper she was wearing in that image? Blue. Right, she doesn't wear that in Revolution. Yeah, she's wearing the red. She's wearing a, she's, she's wearing a jumper, but it's a red one. And also well, it looks... It's exactly the same as her T-shirt, just a jumper. Exactly, yeah. that's why I, I, I assumed it would be for Revolution. But, um, yeah, back on to it's a the previous episode. The one we're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Resolution. The Sheffield sewers look so much nicer than the city. <laughs> um, what? Very spacious, oh, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Uh, like, if they had said, oh, we're just in the cellar of Sheffield City Hall, believable. It's a very nice building. We're in the sewers beneath City Hall. Less believable. It's a very clean city. Yaz has cleaned it up good, being a police officer and all that. Oh, yeah, well, she's been a. a well, she's not been being a police officer. Yeah. Oh, there, there's a Although point she in does this... get to do some form of police yes. work. Just then, we were like, think... oh, we've got your details, we'll give you a call. That is. Well, yeah, when she, escort, she, she escorts them out, and I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, I forgot Yaz was a police officer in that moment. I it's like a one, the one thing she gets anymore. to do. Are you sure? Because it seemed like she very much just lived in the TARDIS for 10 months and didn't go to work and weren't eating properly. And... Well, you know what I mean? Even I imagine... Ryan and Graham only seen her when they went to, like, if they visited the, that TARDIS. I'd look I at imagine it. they either will or will not revisit that in Series 13. Um, yeah. Plus, at the start of Series 12, they were like, I can only give you like one more time off. Which is good for like, yeah, the time machine. Yeah, but that was 10 months ago at this point, so she's definitely been strong. <laughs> also, I'm not sure if it is, but the new Vortex that they use, that it may be first time it's seen here, maybe be the second, but it does look very nice. I do like that Vortex. Uh, it's, it's literally the best one. I love it. I like when it yeah. shoots out and there's like multiple re-entry points and it just falls into one. They have used that exact shot though a lot of times. I'm, I'm sure it's yeah. I'm sure it was in like Arachnids in the UK or something like that. That um the first appearance of the vortex. Yeah, but it is that vortex does look really nice. Um, it's yeah. better than the Moffat one, and I'd say it's on about par with the Definitely. Russell Davies one. Um, yeah, I think I prefer the the the, Rus- the Davies era vortex. Yeah, this one seems like a combination of Moffat and Davies, where it's like the smoke cloudy stuff and all the bright colours. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I. What do you think of the redesign of the Dalek? Hate it. In this form, it isn't as good as it could be. I think. But like in it. the later form that it's 
uses in Revolution, it does look a not lot nicer. I see. I'm a, I'm the opposite way around. I think it fits. I think it mostly fits in this episode. It looks a bit. I think it looks a bit shit, but it mostly fits in this episode. And then I think the design in Revolution looks awful. But we'll get onto that in the next episode. Yeah. Okay. okay. Here's here's one for you. Agree or disagree? Chibnall's Dalek stories are better than uh, Well, I mean, that's... Not a high bar. That's not a high bar to pass. <laughs> but Famously, Moffat didn't like them. writing. I think the thing I we also... should, should be comparing them to is Davies. No, I think... Um... Because it's been, I mean, because it's been so long since we've had a good one with Davies. Like it's been closer with the many Moffat ones we had, but um, I feel like he's made them as scary as they were in the Davies era. That they mm. sort of lost around. See, I, I think I think Victory of the Daleks is a better Dalek episode than either of the two we've had with. I do not. I like. Victory I think of the, the problem Daleks we have. With Daleks now, is they are too easily beatable in large armies. Mm. So, yeah. the I was watching a Dalek episode a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember which one, but there's only a few Daleks, and it takes the Doctor the entire episode pulling random crap out of their ass to defeat this one Dalek. Was this a Yet, classic or a Bradford? I can't remember, but... Was then, it Dalek? I, I said, again, I can't remember, but it's just like... In modern, it's definitely the case. But then you get a large army of Daleks, and the Doctor just goes, Oh, I can just do this one thing and defeat you. And it's really simple. Yeah, that's why I think... Um, rev- resolution adds a lot more like fear for them. Like, terror to them, because... It does like the Dalek thing of only having one. Yeah, it's but one Dalek that destroys. This one Dalek destroys about as much stuff as the Daleks in Revolution do. Yeah. <laughs> um, even, even even a perfectly good microwave through no fault of its own. Oh, we'll Mike, should we should we talk about uh, Ryan's dad? missing this entire thing. Can anyone um, else hear themselves? No, it's just you because your audio quality is at the moment is horrendous. Mm, I think it's one of your fault. We've both got headphones in. Yeah. Um. One thing it's I want to say, uh, Paul, you've seen class, and Dan, I don't know if you have. I have seen class. All right. So Dan probably when... hates class. I don't know. We've, we've had a conversation about this before. I like class. Yeah. Oh, when Charlotte Ritchie is being possessed by the Dalek in her bathroom, uh, yeah. that scene yeah. reminded me a lot of April in class when she's being possessed by the Shadowkin. Yeah, I just think it is quite reminiscent, just isn't it? Also I just because think she Charlotte looks Ritchie like looks a bit yeah. like the actress. <laughs> yeah. So that might be why. It could also be because they're quite similar, but I just had that. It's... Have any of you seen um, Fresh Beef? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's Charlotte like Ritchie, isn't it? That is, that is Charlotte yep. Ritchie, yeah. yeah. Whenever I watch this episode, I'm just like, oh, it's... What's Oregon doing? 
Yeah, what, what, what's she doing here? She should be at university. She should be at university. She, I, she, I see a more. She should I, be killing her horse. I see a more as uh, Alison from Ghosts now. Yes, I think about I'll Ghosts. Or um, see when what I heard the ghost flailing side. substitute teacher that she is in Taskmaster Series Eleven. That's <laughs> I little... didn't what? Oh, 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 yeah, forgot about that. A little. But, uh, um, I'll tease that for you. I don't know. I love. I, I used to love horrible histories. Like it's, a, it's, a, it still is a great show. I just don't watch it anymore. But um, I never knew that the people who made it were like actual like comedians, like adult comedians. I just thought they were like kids show writers. So when they made Ghosts, I went, and it was a comedy series. I just thought it would be like similar to Horrible Histories, not a proper, a fully adult comedy series. So I've, I've yet to watch it. But it's re- it's genuinely it. really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. I was meant to watch series one when it came out and I forgot about it. And I had series two results. I was like, what? Um, to go back to Doctor Who, I do really love how Graham just slams the door in oh, whatever yes, it's called space. Um, Ryan's yeah. dad. Aaron? Yeah. I, Aaron yeah, there was a scene, a scene with um, Graham and Aaron that I genuinely really, really liked. Oh, is um, it the one um, where he's saying how he's let him die? Yeah. How, how he let Ryan die. Yeah, I love that scene. Um, I, I also like the one where it, where it, he just walks in the living room and he's like, they've left without me. <laughs> just just harrowing. Yeah. Um, I do you want to talk about Aaron Ryan's dad a little bit. Because um, yeah, I think it it's, it starts off well, but it, it I really hate how it ends. Because it, it, um, it the the episode ends with them being like with Ryan and Aaron being like, oh maybe maybe we can have a relationship, maybe we can build this together, but um, none of the work has been done like emotionally in with either of the characters to justify that happening. It's like, like, Aaron doesn't change you mean at all. His Aaron gets possessed by a Dalek and then doesn't fall out of the TARDIS. But he, he just doesn't do anything. Like, Ryan, uh, in accepting his dad, has done all of the emotional labour at that point. Well, Like, I he's the one that... who's bending over backwards to, to like, accept it. <laughs> like, Aaron doesn't change at all in the episode. Yeah, it's, it's the classic... You know classic static that... Chibnall characters. <laughs> Do you know, do you know that episode of Fresh Prince of Bel Air where Will's dad no. comes back, except, except not as good. So basically, Will's dad. What a great comparison! You know that thing you kid. haven't seen. It's like that, but worse. Well, basically, Will's dad abandoned them as a kid, yeah. But he, yep. he's he's in town, so he's back, and he takes Will out, and he tells him that he's going to be around for a while, and then he says he's going to have to leave, and he says to Will that he can come with him, and then he goes to his, his house. And Will isn't there, and he says to Uncle Phil, oh, I, "I'm not actually going to take him. So can you just tell him that um, I'll see him around?" And he's like, "No, I won't. You've um, like got his hopes up now, so you can tell him yourself." And then, like, he's about to leave, and Will walks in the room and sees that he's his dad's getting off on him again. And then it leads to like he tell he basically just his tells dad's his dad getting to off on him. Like, yeah, I don't like, know what that leave. means in Liverpool, but it doesn't mean that in Yorkshire. <laughs> it, it means, like, leaving. 
So, um, anyway, so Will, in the end, just tells him to leave. And then he, he like, breaks down crying to Uncle Phil and that. And it, it, it's dead sad. And um, I guess you could say Ryan's doing the, the, the Will in the scenario where he's putting all the effort in him. Trying to, like, make amends yeah. with his dad, even though it's his dad's fault. And except without any of the emotion, really, when you when you compare it to that phenomenal episode of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, oh, so like, that scene not... makes me want to cry just thinking about it. Like this, Paul, cool, because you do writing as a university course. But watching this yeah. both the first time around and when I've rewatched it subsequently, I do still feel like his dad could have been in the TARDIS holding on to the side and gone, I've not been there to protect you. Let me protect you now. And then uh, into the black hole. That would have been so yeah, there's just, there's just nothing. They don't do anything with it. Um, yeah. Like, and, 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 like it's pretending to be an episode about like building the relationship back up with them and, and like, rec- like reconciliation. And there's none of, none of that. They don't do anything with it. Yeah, and you even know what, you know what it leads up to. There's no it's fucking no themes. Yeah. Well, so even like how his character is written, it feels like he's building up to something so he can then die. Yeah, like so if he died, yeah, from a writing point, if it was me, I'd have had him die. That creates tension between Ryan and the Doctor. The builds throughout series twelve, like when he sees that the planets Earth and. That scares him when he realises he's not being there for his mates and being with the doctor's got his dad killed. And then it gets to the revolution where he's, he's had 10 months without her and realised that he actually doesn't need her in his life to be happy. And then that would be a driving reason for why he wants to leave yeah. rather than. I mean, the, the reason he leaves was still good, but it would add like an extra layer to it if his dad I... We'll get onto that in the revolution. Yeah. But like, um, anyway, that, that's what I'd have done if I was Chimel. But like, I feel like <clears throat> obviously we have hindsight, so we might have thought, "Oh yeah, this is a pretty layered reason." Even though like he could have added more layers to it in hindsight. He could have done anything. You know what I mean? Um... Like I, I wrote a script for uni the other week, and I was quite happy with it. And then I thought, "Oh, if I had this thing in the start, I could thread it throughout even more, and then make the script even better." So it it what, it let's do some of that, Jim. Just, <laughs> just write, write write a second draft, you fucking moron. Um, yeah. <laughs> um. So shall we discuss the Brexit unit joke? <sighs> I hate it so much. I, I hate it didn't so know much. That was a Brexit joke. It's such a lazy. Bro. It's I can't stand the fact they dissolved unit. They dissolved unit so they could make a shit Brexit joke. I'm back. Oh, hi, Dan. And what the fact is, UNIT isn't even a British intelligence organisation. It's the United Nations! Yeah. Well, it isn't anymore because the United Nations didn't want to be involved anymore. But I reckon. It is still the United Nations Intelligence Task Force. That's the word. I, I, I reckon if... If what... So, at the time, I thought... Well, Chibnall's been a Torchwood writer, so he's got a, obviously got a lot of love for that. And in this, he mentions the Torchwood and Eunice are both gone. No, just just Eunice in it, and then in Spyfall, he references Torchwood's also gone. <clears throat> and then bringing Jack back, I was like, he's he might, and John Barrowman obviously wants to come back. Um, and then 
in the latest episode, he, he mentions how how Graham, uh, how Jack's gone to check up on Gwen and how Ryan and Graham want to continue to fight aliens on Earth. Thought maybe you set up. It, it did feel like there was a torture set up in the team. next episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, which I'd actually quite like. It's like if you get Gwen, Jack, Reese, Andy, Ryan, and Graham, and, and, and some other women, because there's, there's only one. Some just um, just a couple, just a couple other women. Just maybe not other former companions, like but Martha would be great to pop in, like she did in um, series too. Yeah, but um, just to annoy Dan, have them all wear the same costume every episode, <laughs> like a costume. <laughs> Jack does. He does. Um, there's some variation, does. but um, across yeah. series. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, unit is now dissolved, but I'd still hope the British Army, having been at the forefront of Dalek invasions before, would know how to fight a Dalek. Why is Dan leaving? Well, um they no, don't know how to So if if you remember um They've invaded us since he did that. Since Moffat went, Oh, we don't remember anymore. Well, I'd hope they remember that this was a World War Two project that went wrong. Yeah, but that still could have been swallowed by the crack after that happened. I still think it's getting a bit... <laughs> oh, they just don't remember because the crack. The crack was almost as long ago now as... In fact, the crack is further away than the stuff that Moffat tried to get them to forget. It might have been one of them where it's like only the highest of higher-ups knew. And then it was well, no, because we know about files. we know about all of those all things anyway up. now. Statue of Secrecy no. is only for fifty years. No, but I mean, they got rid of them like so that even when the, the statue's off, it it's just doesn't it's gone. Like no one, no files exist. Maybe, but I think it is getting a bit almost comedic that it's just oh they don't remember because of this thing that happened. Almost it's, ten years ago. It's cool that Moffat done that sort of like it's it's a creative it works for Moffat, but it's but not also, working for Chibnall. No, it's, it's a lazy way of getting around acknowledging the show's talent. Um, like a, a a better writer would have went right. I could just work. <laughs> a better writer thing. would have written a better script. Um, no, a better writer <laughs> would have just went right. I'll I'll acknowledge what <laughs> came before. You're the right there, Dan. Whatever, but you know, I don't. I, Moffat, you, you do you, Moffat. I'm, I'm Mark Gattis. You're Mark Gattis. Yeah, and <laughs> Mark Um, it's a real shame that uh, this episode exists. <laughs> yeah, it. it's completely what? fine. Uh, Shagun, uh, Akinola. It's a shame he. I, I kind of understand the reasoning for like not using any of M- Murray's Murray Gold's previous work, but it's a shame like he. Well, can he? Yeah. What? What? Yeah. What? Well, did Murray use any pre apart from the theme tune? Did he use any previous scores from the classic series? He there was still, the, the, the classic series doesn't have the classic series is a series of beeps and boops yeah, that they call right. the score. He did. He did steal quite yeah. a few bits to put in his Which, character. The theme, it's not even. It's not, even, it's not even steel. It's just, it's Bottle? just re, no. It's just using 
using leitmotifs that to like stimulate a reaction in your audience. That's how like uh, yeah, music I think, works. I think the um, the theme when the tenth Doctor regenerates that is from a God. Is that Chancellor Flavius theme or something? I can't. Oh. I can't remember. I can't remember. It, yeah. It's just like it's a real shamey like. No, that's that's the Doctor's in, theme, isn't it? In like in resolution and in Ascension of the Titans, Cybermen, he just doesn't use any of the like previous themes Murray Gold had established for these By villains. By the way, Paul, that's the same theme. I just realised. The yeah, yeah, Lady Chem, yeah. like the main part of that is just the Doctor's theme, just a bit more yeah. epic. Epic. Well, um, yeah. Epic. Well, in terms of using Murray's themes, I think. It'd be cool, because obviously those themes are amazing and iconic. Mm-hmm. But also, I'd like, I do like that he's creating his own instead. But did you, they're, like, they're not mutually exclusive, like, though. Like Brendan's themes. Well, they're, they're not. They're not mutually. The, the idea of writing new stuff and also using previously established music that that signifies something. Is it? It. It's like. Murray, um, John Williams didn't score Harry Potter after Prisoner of Azkaban, but like when other composers came on, they didn't like just abandon Harry's theme and like the Hogwarts theme and stuff, because like yeah. the the music yeah. is there, it, like ties into a character and and makes the audience remember that. Ca- I, other people have explained the purpose of leitmotif better than I have, but it's just a shame. The reason, the reason they didn't try and make their own Harry Potter theme was because John John Williams wrote the perfect one and it just can't be topped them. I don't so, think that's the reason. I think it, the reason would be inside. like it's I, weird I, if it's more, halfway yeah. through a franchise it's brand someone gets a different free theme. But I mean no, the I, thing is I, that I this, this area of the show is is quite a it's a soft reboot mm-hmm. uh, in the same way like series 5 was. So it's not yeah. It, yeah, it, but like when the Daleks turned up and is fine, but to make your own themes and stuff, it it kind of feels normal. But like, but like when the Daleks turned up in Victory of the Daleks, we still heard the Dalek theme. True. Anyway, that's, that's just a little thing. We can we can we can move on. There's too many in this episode. Points where someone goes into the TARDIS, and everyone stands around and goes, "Isn't the TARDIS great?" <laughs> Especially when it's halfway through an episode, there's not time for it. There was a bit in this episode that I found a bit weird. It was towards the end. The Doctor was basically, I think it happened throughout the episode, and I just twigged it at the end. The Doctor keeps asking permission and going, "Oh, I'm doing the right thing, aren't I?" And it's just like the other Doctors didn't really do that. They just went, "Well, I'm going. I have to do the right thing." It's like with the tenth doctor when he kills the Rachnos children, but then sees Donna, and he, he knows that he's done the wrong thing, but is it? Yeah, he, he has to do it. So what? with thirteen, it's more like she doesn't want. She probably because she her whole thing in series eleven's being kind, and this is the the one time I'd say in series eleven where she, she has to actively not do that. But so I, I don't think, think that, that like, like mortify her companions by it. I don't think being nice is a oh, is a, it's a character trait trait. No, but it's like like exclusive what, to thirteen. Basically, it's what Capaldi's message to thirteen was, wasn't it, before he regenerates. So it's one of her prominent like 
things yes, in it. just had 12 going through his run saying, am I a good man? And this yeah, is basically 13 doing to... that same thing that we've just sick of Capaldi doing for two years. Well, now it's her asking if she's doing the right thing because she's it's, trying it's like to... It's like she's just so unsure about the whole episode. It, 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 it's not a... Message. It's not a, like but, a. It's not a theme. It's not explored. It's just. And like at every decision, she's just a bit unsure. Like it doesn't feel. She she's inconsistently characterised throughout her entire run. Yes, but it's getting better. I feel. I don't know if it is. I, it's getting worse. I th- having just watched. Having just watched it. Revolution of the Daleks again, I think it's getting worse. It feels like um, we're taking two forward, but one back every time it happens. Mm-hmm. So it is getting there, but then they do something and it takes it back a bit. Uh, and it, it's another thing that annoys me about the way she's written is there's there's so much like she's not cool. She's not a cool character, which is fine. Like That's the eleventh, nobody. I don't think it is because the eleventh Doctor I, I isn't think. cool. And says things that aren't cool, but the way everyone, or the character, yeah, the way everyone around him reacts means that the way he acts is framed as not cool. So the audience understands, oh, he's lame. So that's fine. But the way that, like everything in Thirteen's episode seems to frame everything she says and does, it feels like, like she says it and then, like, the show is turning to him going, oh, she's cool, isn't she? She said, fam. Fam's cool. No, no. That throughout series eleven, the companions say, like the first time she ever says it, they're like, "No, no, do not say that." And then yeah, I the think problem. eventually they, they just they just learn to be like, "Oh, well, it, you know." What you could tell they were thinking that if they make it so that she thinks that this word is like modern and cool, and everyone's like, "Stop it!" It's like adorable, but and then they stick with it, and they think that you'll grow attached, and then you'll just start referring to them as fam. And I don't. I've not grown yeah, attached to it. I want them to has. stop referring to them as the fam. Yeah, it's a problem. Hopefully, it will stop now that they've lost two of them. I oh, but they've gained like... another one. Not yet. I I'll quite like you. the female. They, they, they do refer to them as the fam, and now the fam has disbanded for all intents and purposes. So, you know, it's it's gone now anyway. That that's why there's a whole scene dedicated to. To buy fam, are we um... so, and, a, and a whole score for it too? Are we? But I quite liked it. Are we running through this episode by plot beats, or are we just saying things? We I and things don't, we don't think like? we have been not not my ass. Um, we? We've been jumping back and forwards, but right. we probably spoke about most of the things you want to spot, talk about. Then probably. I got a cool couple you of them. For like an hour. Was he wasn't gone it. for that long. Let's uh, go on. What do well, I was going to say, let's say stuff that we like. Okay. I think that's that's a... Every now and then on this podcast, we get a bit too down in the dump. <laughs> and I have to say, well, what did you like about it? Um. So. <clears throat> oh, can I, can I, can I, can I go uh, second? You can go first while we all think of things. <laughs> I like the introduction of the two characters. At the, the two start. characters? Oh, Lynn um, Mitch. Why is she called Lynn? Yeah. That's something else. Um, <laughs> because that's her name. No, but yeah. Lynn. Is she, is she 70? 
<laughs> Lin Manuel yeah. Miranda. He's a guy. It's, it's different he, when it's a. He is seventy, so you know. Lin is like, that's the name of my nana's friends. Maybe it's short yeah. for something, but she just likes the name oh, Lin. Like you, Lin, just, just call her Lindsay. Like it, Lin is that, no, anyway. Lindsay's worse. I've just no, realised the artwork. Well, the um, the promo shot I've got for the episode on screen right now. I'm pretty sure I've got the same shirt that Ryan's wearing in my wardrobe. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, go on. I like that introduction. I think it was very, very well. It felt very natural and very human. Yeah, they felt like actual characters. Yeah, I I thought that was some like Chimmel's finer character work that he's he's known for. Not. Fine, um, just more competent. Yeah, but um, I I really liked them characters. Um, yeah, and someone else's turn. I I really enjoy the conversation between Graham and Aaron. Um, yeah. Less less the stuff between Aaron and Ryan, but like I like that that bit where. Graham is just telling him, "No, you shit. You you fucked it, mate." Right. This is where. I love my my main issue, I guess, with the episode. I mean, go on. I'm kind of indifferent Same to this episode done. overall. I don't hate it or love it. I'm just like fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it it feels like two very good ideas for stories that just don't blend well together. When you've right. got when you've got a a really difficult, not difficult, but a sensitive subject to touch on with Ryan and his dad. And the death mm. of Grace and the responsibilities that um, Graham took on and all of that. That It's not covering new ground, but it's something that the show hasn't really touched on much. And I feel like it was a real waste to to have that happening and then cut to basically Dalek Venom. Right. <laughs> Immediately, you, you and she'll what? look crazy. She's stolen a police car, and there's she's just mm-hmm. driving really fast, and there's really loud drums. And and by the way, he's a shit father, and Graham's kept all his old toys. And I was just like, these just don't gel well. This is no. none of them link. There's no like, I, I, there's no message at the end of the story that links. Yeah, them no, I like I'd, I'd already like covered this a little bit before, but it, like it like the Ryan and his dad storyline doesn't really come to any conclusion like they, they go yeah. like oh we're fine now and it's great he forgives but, him yeah but... yeah but there's there's no there's no reason to do that there's nothing that happens in the episode that justifies no and we never decision. see him he brought never a microwave him again. with him he bought a microwave he brought oh, a microwave God. with him into a cafe to try and sell it whilst trying to reconnect with his son he should have been flung out the TARDIS by the doctor but we didn't we don't, did we see a... him after that we don't do no it. No, he's mentioned in Revolution of the Daleks. I feel like there's a time for both of those storylines, but in the same episode, it just doesn't work for me. I've got um, two things off the back of that one. One of them I may have forgotten. The other one, um, this storyline was done better in the Sarah Jane Adventures. Also, very similarly... The the, yep, flag, flag. This is the second time. This is the second time in a piece of Doctor um, Who media where a black character's absent father has been oh, taken yeah. over by an alien oh. uh, host. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ooh. 
That is a good one. Except one of them was better. I don't think what, what a, else would you say? I don't think there's a bad episode of the Sarah Jane Adventures, to be honest. They're, they're all pretty consistent, I would say. Yeah. Do, you know, do you remember the one about stargazing? The one about star science? No. Exactly. Uh, yes, when he kills the day because he doesn't have a birthday, so he just sticks his hand on an electrical box. I I I was reminded of the existence of this episode today. I forgot it existed. But um, what was the other thing I was going to say then about that scene? Would I don't know. You have um, to ask Paul. Oh, is he here? Can I can I can I get him? Oh, where's this going? What what was you what was you saying then? At the start of when you started going off about Ryan's dad in the episode, me. Yep. Uh, the pod race in uh, Phantom Menace. <laughs> no, you, you, it was about um, my main. The wait. episode, like two things not gelling well. Yeah, yeah, it was the two storylines just aren't. They, I, I just don't get the link or the need oh, for them that to was be it, yeah. going on at the same time. You, you were saying about the car chase. The thing that really bothers me about this episode in hindsight is that she keeps sitting down and it would have squashed the mutant. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, um, so if you was binge-watching, like which is how people would be watching it after the air date when it, it's all wrapped, this episode is followed by Spy Fall Part 1, which also has a car chase in it, and you're like, why have you... A shit one as well. Why have you put two car chases in a row? Two shit car chases. And and it's just a rip-off of the uh, Suntaran stratagem. And, um... Spy Fall technically has, like, two car chases in, because you get the bit at the start with the evil laser sat-nav car, and then the bit where they chase Lenny Henry on motorbikes through a cornfield. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking oh, of. The yeah. second one is is, no, is, I, I is was not of good. The, I was thinking of the backwards one, where the car, where the Santa takes over, because that's yeah. like down the motorway, just like this one is. And I was like, oh, it's, it's this one, but in reverse at night. I think someone on set just really likes shooting cars, and but <laughs> isn't <laughs> but isn't very good at it. Hijacked the script yeah, production teams. It must be um, Alex Winter, the, the, the director of Ben 10 Alien Swarm, which 50% of the films just shots of cars and motorbikes instead of plot. What's going on? Why have we started talking about Ben 10? Because car shots. Oh, of course. That, anyone... that, that, that makes sense. That, that fills it, in the uh, gap, actually, yeah. Yeah. No, that film is literally 50% car shots, like, for no reason at all. Literally? So That's incredible. Like, Oh, That's no, more car chases than the Fast and Furious. But they're not even car chases. It's just a car driving down an empty road, and it's it's like got edgy music playing over it, and it happens about. No, you're talking about Ben Ten or Resolution. Ben Ten, because <laughs> that also so, describes anyway, Resolution. Wrapping up anyway. our Resolution discussion, I think so. We haven't discussed the. Uh, Dalek attacks the army bit, which I know Paul likes a lot. Uh, I think that's the best Dalek action sequence. Well, until until Revolution, the best Dalek action sequence since. Be careful. Probably the Russell C Davies era. Okay. Uh... Oh, hello, hello, Paul. We can see you again. Why do you um, not have any lights on? Yeah, it's so creepy when you turn your camera on and you just kind of. It's a, it's like a really close up, low angle shot of your face in the dark. 
How did you turn your lights off from there, Cameron? By a light switch, I would say. Oh. Whoa. Fancy that one. It looks like it's going to be the start oh, of a I'm live leak video. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I am literally just sat in my room in the bath. Um, it's so Who do you think you are, Meatloaf? That's a reference people probably won't get. Got him! Cameron, I, I didn't know you were AC. Are you, are you, do you have any lens? Callback. That was a callback. So anyway, what do you think of the Dalek versus the Army sequence? Apart from I the think I think you're going to be uh, surprised by my reaction to this, Paul. Paul? Oh. oh, I really, <laughs> really dislike it. I don't like it. It's bad. Oh, well, I'm not surprised at all. Then I don't. <laughs> if I was apart um, from ten, and the episode problem. wasn't trying to put some like deep story alongside mm. it, I would have loved it. It, it does a... feel like it was written by a ten-year-old. Where did those missiles from come from? CGI. That's what I wanted to say. Do you know? Do you know, like when um when the Dalek first flies in and lands, like, as it's landing on that low angle, the Dalek looks really unfinished. But that's because it was filmed in like October and went out in January, like the, the first of January. And because so that's who has always been that like that. That even in yeah, the CGI has never looked good. Even in Revolution, it, it there's some shots that are it. absolutely gorgeous, and there's the shot of like the 3D printed Daleks being formed, and it looks awful. Well, um, actually, in like Revolution, the other year for all that CGI, so it all looks pretty good. And shit, I forgot to rewatch the episode. Cameron, are you, are you all right? You seem to be uh, joining I'll, and leaving. I'll do it later. I'll do it My later. I'll do it later. Computer keeps going into sleep mode. Ah. Uh. Hmm. I thought it might be like it just turned back on and then it went off again. So I don't know. My so my issue with that scene is it it just feels really empty. Like the way it's shot is it's like it's trying to be that scene in dark, like one of the scenes in Dalek, but the scene like in the, the corridor where they shoot them with the sprinklers. Yeah, like like Dalek, um, like it utilizes like the darkness to like hide the fact that there's probably like only ten people firing at it. Like it, like it, it shot well to hide the fact that there's probably not a lot going on. But this is like shot in the middle of a field in a bright day. It just, it's just, it feels so small and empty and yeah. underwhelming. And also, then, it's real. It's real fucking stupid that there, there are like, missiles underneath the balls in the dark. It reminds me of the um, the Battle of Naboo. The the big yes. open green, like broad daylight, so it makes everything <laughs> exposed and look horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. That's a good comparison, actually. Yeah, you can't weird. get a sense of scale for anything because everything is just so weird. Mm-hmm. The like ten people lining up to shoot the Dalek when he the Dalek starts blowing up the lorries and stuff, you get all of the four lorries behind them emptying. What so were those the people were doing? Two <laughs> minutes ago. And 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 also the the fact that there are missiles beneath the like the baubles in the Dalek, it 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 it, it does I feel think like that it might was be a... something for this one itself because they steal all of those weapons from the most secure facility in South Yorkshire with one guard. <laughs> with with one guard. What was that? What was that line? He. he must I've got the most secure, secure digits. digits in Yorkshire. Uh, that's what my boyfriend would... said. 
What yeah. does that mean? What does that mean? But what? But does it? Uh, just just so it's clear to the listeners, Cameron is making some obscene gestures with his hands. Um, okay, but if that's what it's referencing, then how? How does that? That doesn't. It's nonsense. It's a nonsense line. I don't think we're meant to put this much thought into that one line. But, but this is more <laughs> thought than the right. This is more thought than Chibnall put into it. Which which line? Sorry, I, I was I was zoned out. The most secure digits in Yorkshire, or at least that's what I tell my boyfriend. That, oh, that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't, doesn't mean, mean anything. anything. I didn't think it was meant to mean anything sexual. I thought he was just bragging about he had a high-up job in the government to some degree. He doesn't have... He's a security there. guard. He's a security guard at a private firm somewhere. Hmm. I don't know, maybe he just wants us to bring up that he was gay. And then get killed. Uh, oh, <laughs> Well, that weren't why he was killed, to be fair, but I assume... Uh, no, but, it, but, it, it, but it, is, it did happen. It's ironic that, that the Daleks are based on Nazis, and yet they wouldn't discriminate who they kill. They'd just kill anyone. Like a Nazi sees a gay person. That's uh-huh. why they'd, they'd kill him. No, but, but they do. They they do discriminate. Paul, Paul, Paul. They do discriminate. They discriminate against anything that isn't a Dalek. Oh, so. You do understand what a metaphor is. It's not the same yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I just um, thought it was funny. <laughs> I. I don't think I've got much else um, to say. Do really. Ed's I'll go. Oh, on. I've got some trivia. Oh, trivia. It's time for oh, trivia. It's Cameron's trivia time. Trivia. Yeah, um, because the IMDb page was fucking empty. <laughs> uh, there is no opening titles. Yeah, that's annoying. Which... Why? It says, in keeping with the series, the 11 opener. It's like, how? That's not in because keeping. It doesn't have any opening. Um, in keeping with series 11, they forgot to do something again. Yeah. The Dalek was given the codename Kevin to keep it secret on set. Okay. I like um, that. It's the only episode in 2019. And it had 5.15 million views overnight, making it the highest overnight of an episode that week, I think it was. But it is the lowest overnight for an annual Doctor Who show oh. at that point oh. as in as in like a like a special yeah and the annual yeah. christmas new year special it has the lowest overnight mm. up until that point i actually haven't found read how much the, this one got yet are you gonna do it right now did it get less no i'm making more? sure i've got it for when we record that in like five minutes <laughs> all right oh the next one so ed's thoughts now then or are you still doing trivia I had some no, that's all the trivia I fucking got. I've kind of forgotten. <laughs> okay. It sums up so, how I feel about right. this episode. Ed, Ed, Ed's thoughts. So, Matthew said. Whoa. What? Good. Well, that's not Ed. Let me at least start with an Ed. <laughs> Come on. Um, I'm that's still waiting consistency. on it. Um, Matthew said. Um, can you Did still he? see me? Did he type that? <laughs> 
Maria, he said, pretty good reintroduction of the Daleks. Depth added to the da- depth added to the Dalek lore and the reconnaissance Dalek is a persistent is a persistent and cunning antagonist. Great development for Ryan and Graham, and yet Yaz is somewhat left behind. Besides this, the tone of the episode was more consistent. Besides the worst scene in the history of Doctor Who, which which is of course the Wi-Fi joke. But um, another thing about that that was Matthew. Another thing about Ryan's dad that I liked in the episode, while I get to the rest of the thoughts off, is um, that scene where he's like, his dad's like, is that how you speak to your dad? And he's like, I don't know, because he's not being around. Got him. Fucking both good on you, Ryan. Smash his head in. Um, right. So, <clears throat> Alfred said, if I could unsee it, yeah, that would be great. Classic Alfred. Um, Benjamin said, I've, I've only just watched it. I've only watched it when it was originally broadcast, and I was suffering with a mind-bending hangover, and I don't remember too much. I hope this helps. Might give it another go ahead of Revolution. And I said, I will be sure to read this out. Yeah, that's my that's my favourite uh, thoughts we've had. Which? That one. Alright, so. Thought you'd send something. Um, tra- ta- Tivis, sorry, said, I really enjoyed it. I haven't revisited it yet, but I loved the way they showed how dangerous a single Dalek could be, even damaged. That's a really good aspect of the episode. Yeah. Chibnall's done that quite well, I think. He done it with the Daleks and then when he reintroduced the Cybermen. And I think it's it's paid off both times. It's been done well in, in every era, though, to be fair. Yeah. Um, Kean said, I don't really remember it, though it was all right at the time. Ryan's dad should have bitter. That's my only thing. I think Kean is a bit of a race. I'm joking. Jeez. Hey, have I, I've joking, noticed a trend in these. Is it just my, me my or is this episode... actual friend there, Kean. Is this episode not a... It, it's not a rewatchable thing. It doesn't... What do you mean? Oh, how do I say it? It's like rewatchability it isn't very strong. It. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's not like you notice stuff new every time. Yeah, I didn't get anything yeah. else. I, if anything, I, yeah. I disliked it more the second <laughs> time around. It's not one of them where I notice new things every time, but I, I still enjoy it just as much every time. I haven't grown at all with my opinion on it. I, uh, I, I didn't mind it when it went out, and I don't mind it now. Right, I've, I've got two <sighs> more thoughts because, um, well, there's there's one I want to read on this post, and then. I accidentally put out the second post which someone's comment- commented on, and I feel like I'd, I'd be because you're a it fucking idiot. Yep. Yeah. Um, sometimes I forget how how good I am at planning ahead, and I, mm-hmm. I go and do something else anyway. So Ben said, "I love the lone Dalek, and there are parallels between this episode and the 2005 reintroduction episode. One Dalek just trying to contact its race, and once it's recharged inside its case." Once it's recharged slash inside its case, it's nothing more than a killer. 
learn Daleks give you much more of a sense of how deadly they are. The only problem when it's a big plan is that the scheme always overshadows the fact that they're just killers. This, that, that's a good point, actually. This episode was needed after Series 11 too, with all its new monsters, many of which were kind of unimpressive. We wanted some familiarity. I genuinely loved this episode. <clears throat> um, and now, really yeah, I, th- I, I agree with that. It was it's it was needed after a season with <clears throat> no returning villains. Yeah, I I thought that was the best way to do it with bringing them back because like he proper like starved you for them and then you were, and then they come back and you're like oh and he, I even t- like obviously the episode would have been called Revolution Resolution of the Dalek. But he didn't want to give away that there was a Dalek in the episode, so he just called it Resolution. <clears throat> and even in the trailers, he only played like the voice of the Dalek at the very end of the trailer. Yeah, but and that's then... still that's still revealing that a Dalek's in it. Yeah. Also, what is the resolution? Yeah, but, but that, that yeah, that doesn't mean that the, the title is of it. The doctor says my resolution is to defeat this Dalek and save the planet. So Sahama. But um <clears throat> Jerry said, okay, since you asked so nicely, it was fine. I was entertained throughout, sometimes to the lesser, sometimes to a greater degree. But I never felt like reaching for my phone, ukulele, or gentleman's scratching post. Well, maybe that last one a couple of times. YouTube critics have somewhat ruined these things for me. Just a smidge. I found myself thinking... Wait, what the? On a couple of occasions. Main one was when they wheeled out the. the you talking about the wrong episode? <laughs> Can we have more comments from you, please? So, um... I'm still thinking about the scratching post. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's, it started off so, so bizarre, and then he started talking about the next episode. Love it. Right. So, anyway, Ed's messaged me back. Hey. So, Chivnall's best script in series 11. Much better finale than Ra- the Battle of Rand scored at Kalos. So it's not, it's not hard oh, to remember. God, yeah, that Ed's came before wrote, this, didn't it? Ed, One of the Ed's just wrote Rand score, yeah. Worst finale. But best series 11 episode behind It Takes You Away, which is an, a phenomenal episode. Great Dalek story. Taking it back to the basics with the lone Dalek was a good choice. Jody's best up to that point. Tardis finally didn't feel claustrophobic for once. Belter of a story. Also, when Jody is bouncing around the Tardis with the mic talking to the Dalek, is an and then fire like fire emoji. Because up until that point, they were very stationary in the Tardis. That's one thing that the next episode's really good. That I feel they were very scattered for most of it, apart from like. The, the two times they had to stand in a line when the TARDIS materialised and when they confronted not Donald Trump for the first time. But other than that, they were quite scattered about. You've mentioned well, this already, the standing in a line thing. I don't get it. I don't get it. People people always complain that in the Chibnall era, they always just stand next to each other rather than scattering about. Like, I don't... If, if you didn't feel comfortable, because, like, he gives the impression that until the, the latest episode that they're not as close as you'd think they are. 
I mean, there isn't. Because they've got no, further no away character traits. And they don't actually feel <laughs> at home in the Thardis. So they would just... Like, if you go to your mate's house, you stand around until you sort to shit, don't you? The doctors... Right, no, I would no, still I, say that's an issue. <laughs> I would still say what? that's an issue. I, no, I... I, I that just means that they've been written poorly and the the scenes in the title well, no, shot poorly. Yeah, no blocking. Yeah. You don't write in scripts. They stand in a perfectly straight line. No, no, that that, that that's the job of the director. Yeah, we have that's the job. That, so that means the director has done their job wrong. It's it's weird that every director does it though. I don't think they do. No, every director. If the Chibnall era, I mean... To do this, we'd have to analyse... Like, we'd have to watch each scene by different directors. I don't I'm not want doing to. That. Um, should on. we wrap wrap this? Uh, as yeah. I said, I think that's not a problem I have with it. That's just what people go should on. We, should we do out of yeah. ten? How you rank uh, it out of ten? I don't want to... No. Nine. I'd give it a nine. All right, fine. I'll rank it out of ten. It's a six. Oh, really? Oh. Um. Well, no. It's That's a generous. Five. It's oh, a, I was going to say I'd give it a five. Like I'm neither yeah, it's a five. there. It's, there's some bits I like. The there's some bits yeah. I don't like equally. About three and a half. Three and. Oh, that's quite low. Three and three quarters out of five because I do mine out of five. Oh, out of five. <laughs> out of five. <laughs> I knew he was going to oh, do that. I write mine out of five. But, but why are you doing out of five if you if you're doing three and three quarters? Yeah, what's the because point? Because I'm a dick. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're getting like that decimal, just do it out of ten. Because I'm a dick. Uh, also, I wasn't planning to give a rating of this one, and I've already rated the other one, which just, I, and, but I like this one more. If you're gonna do three three quarters, just do seven point five out of ten. No. But that's much clearer. No. Oh, good point. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. So that's the end of this. Yeah, episode. Episode, I suppose. Um, catch, us, catch us tomorrow with we've the had an next email. part. Oh, no. Oh. Is it a porn We've not. No. Just oh, no. Oh, um, don't, 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 hey, don't do you, that. If you then. want to get in touch, though, you can. Uh, how can how can they get in touch? I don't know. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? What's this called? Showbocast. The Shabo the, the the Doctor Who podcast. I believe the Hobocast at gmail dot com. Um, on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. OnlyFans. You can find us. Bebo. Uh, Tiskly. MySpace. Hey, well. <laughs> Bin Weevils. We're on everything. Oh, that's a good. We're we're, we're we're pretty act- we're pretty active on that one. Join our Minecraft server. The IPs <laughs> in the description. <laughs> and, uh, and if you know, if you want to play Fortnite with us, get get in touch with us. I don't know. No. Oh, okay. I would have to play Fortnite for that to happen. <laughs> I've not played Fortnite. Neither anyway, so this um, Paul very this quickly episode... ignored that. <laughs> what are you hiding, on... Paul? I- I've also never played Fortnite. I've played mm. a little bit either. I- yeah. I- sounds I like sounds played... like something someone who's played Fortnite would say. Yeah, and I've only played Wait. Minecraft once. <laughs> um, but, um, thanks for listening so, oh no he's still going but what what I was going to say is we're planning on putting like this episode's getting edited together and then one part will be put out one day with the other part coming out the next day I think we already so said this tune, tune in yeah. tomorrow for the next part of 
this. Oh, like, we talked about. Yeah, yeah okay, no. okay. Give me a deadline. This is where right. right. this is an amazing the rule, and then they're like, "Oh, tomorrow." Yeah, and I forgot about that. And sticks it up yeah, like but... whilst we're recording the next one. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Bye. Right. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Link, there's a link Bye. to uh, a free Chris Chibnall Fortnite skin down in the description. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make Bye. it happen though.